The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Helpful Hints on Using Homophones for Tuesday, September 26, 2023. My name is Mary Hopp. And I'm happy to have all of you who are participating in Zoom, as well as all those listening on ACB Media 5 and via podcast. Today, we're joined by Monica, who is our Zoom host, and by Darcy, who is our streamer. Thank both of you for being here with us. And um, we do have some more podcasts up in the um, ACB community feed, if you'd like to look for those. They put a few more up there since I looked the last time. Um, Let's see. And when we raise our hands today, um, Monica will lower them for us. So you only have to worry about getting your hand raised. Okay, um, before we get going, I want to take this opportunity to thank Chanel and Janet and Marcy for contributing some great sentences for our homophone B next week. So along with their sentences and with my own, I'll be able to put all of these together and we'll have a, have a nice homophone B. In fact, they sent me a lot. So I think we'll have quite a few for some time to come. So I appreciate that. All right. As we always do uh, um, when we get going, We want um, to have homophone defined. Can someone raise their hand and tell us what a homophone is? Chanel. All right, Chanel. A homophone is, or homophones are words that sound alike, but differ in spelling and meaning. Yes, ma'am. Correct. Thank you very much. Um, Chanel, can you give us an example of a pair or group of homophones? An example is it's and it's, uh, they're there and they, they're, oh, there's a whole bunch of them. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes. We're coming across more and more as we go along. There are many, many of them. So thank you very much. Yep. Things like ITS and IT apostrophe S, some of these these words that um, are confused by a lot of people. Um, It's easy to get them confused, but we're here to to help everybody do better. All right. Can someone raise their hand if they would like to spell homophone for us? Nora. Yes, Nora. Hi. Uh, H-O-M-O-P-H-O-N-E-A. Yes, that is correct. Thank you very much, Nora. That's how to spell it. Thank you. Um, So we have that done. So we we can assume that everybody knows what we're talking about now. Um, Let's move along this week to our error report where our homophone police get out here and start looking for errors in homophones that they see in emails or anywhere they might be reading. Believe it or not, I don't have one again this week. 
this is really strange and I've had lots of emails and things, but let me just check to see if anyone else has come across anything that was misused as a homophone. Maybe Herbie followed by Chanel. Well, I have my hand raised for the last one, but um, I did have a, the, the homophone question actually did come into play yesterday for a suggestion that I have for you. Okay. So I was, you know, my suggestion was um, him and him. So you've got, you know, him is in the pronoun H I M, and then the mm -hmm. uh, him is in what you sing in church H Y M N. Very good. I'll I just put that down. We will cover All that right. one too. All right. right. And, and and you know, I asked somebody on Friday, you know, um I, I told you about this, you know, should I should I which homophone should I uh, use? Because I was you know, the sentence was I managed to break a break in the uh, phone system. So I asked uh, you know, which break did they intend? And they yes. they gave me grief for it in the end it was B R E A K <laughs> for both, but you know, I, I was a bit unsure what they meant there, so <gasps> All right. Okay, that happens sometimes too. Okay, anybody with anything that they've seen? No. Yes. Um, so I actually did email you this one, but um, it's all about the tech and the word it's was used incorrectly. Yes, I saw that in your sentences. Yes. Although I and... used it correctly, but Oh, yeah. yes, definitely. Um, so how should it be used? It's all about the tech. IT apostrophe, yes. Yes, because it means it is all yes. about the tech. Very good. And for some it's reason, Herbie's example of him and him just didn't quite sit well. I mean, I know they sound alike, and I guess they, they but uh, you wouldn't say, I went with H-Y-M-N to the movie, you know, but... No, but, but yeah, or you wouldn't, I don't know, but there you go. That's a homophone, I guess. I don't know. It him just seems like him. a weird example. Well, it may be one of those that we can, um, that I can do um, rather quickly. Maybe it, you yeah. know, maybe it won't have a whole lot of, a lot of different Kinda like things. then and then. Yes. Yeah. I mean, those aren't pronounced exactly the same either, but um, that did require a good bit of work, those two. But um, you just never know until you start to, to research. Yeah. All right. Oh, I can just turn my speech off. Everything was talking. Okay. Um, let's see. And Anyone Nora has, else? Nora has her hand up. How Nora. about flu and flu? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The fireplace flew and flew away. Thank you, yeah. Doc. I put that yep. down as well. Yep. What it's, do you uh, have, uh, Nora? Oh, I have a TH. Have I spelled a particular sentence? Uh, we spelled TH. We spelled T-H-E-I-R when it's supposed to be T-H. No. Uh, yeah, when it's supposed to be T-H-E-R-E. -E, mm -hmm. and, and then I found the word two, T-O, when it's supposed to be T-O-O. Yes, yes, that um, those are confused a lot. They really are. I mean, a lot of these are, but you know, some of them you just see all the time. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Anyone else? 
it. Okay, well, let's let's get started. Um, I'll just give you an idea of what we're going to do today. Um, and if you would, Monica, make sure that all the hands are down at this point. Um, we're going to do some reviewing. Um, first, I'm going to go over um, the ones we had last week, P-A-I-R, P-A-R-E, and P-E-A-R. Then I'm going to go back to some that we started two weeks ago that I had not had a chance to, to get my act together completely. So we're going to, um, to go over um, T-A-R-E, I have lots of sentences with that now, and T-E-A-R, which we're all a bit more familiar with. So let's start, though, with pair, pair, and pair. P-A-I-R, P-A-R-E, and P-E-A-R. Okay, well, the, we're going to start with P-A-I-R, and I'll just review these like we did last week. Um, oh, it's raining again. Wow, that's wonderful. Okay, we, we have just been so dry. So it, it's a real shock to us now when we hear rain. Okay, let's start with P-A-I-R, and there are two plural forms of that. It can either be P-A-I-R, like the singular, or it can be P-A-I-R-S. So either one of those is correct for the plural form of pair, P-A-I-R. Well, we said that it was two identical or similar things matched for use together, like a pair of shoes, P-A-I-R, or it could be one member of a matching pair. I can't find the pair to this glove, or it could be one object composed of two joined similar parts that are dependent upon each other, like a pair of pliers. You never hear anybody talk about, well, at least you shouldn't. Um, let's get a plier. It's a, it's, let's get some pliers because those things have to be joined to work properly. Um, P-A-I-R can also mean a set of more than two objects forming a collective whole, like a pair of beads. I caught a pair of beads at the Mardi Gras parade, P-A-I-R. P-A-I-R can also be two persons who are married, engaged, or dating, like a couple. Um, it can be two people who have something in common and are considered together, like a pair of hunters. It can be two mated animals or two animals joined together in work, like a pair of oxen. Two playing cards of the same denomination, like a pair of threes. Um, and then we said um, that... When we have the past tense, we spell that P-A-I-R-E-D. And when we have the I-N-G form, it's P-A-I-R-I-N-G. Um, as a verb, um, P-A-I-R can mean also to arrange in sets of two, to couple, like the golfers are paired in twosomes for this round of play. They're arranged in sets of two. Um, it can mean to combine or join one person or thing with another to form a pair, like a director 
pairing his favorite actor with an unknown or a salad that is paired with a fine dressing. And then we said that you can also um, use phrases like pair off um, or pair up. So that would be um, two examples of um, two word phrases. And that means to get together or unite. The couples will pair off on the dance floor. And let's see. Um, and then we talked about... Um, some uses of, of P-A-I-R in common phrases that we hear, like um, one of you mentioned that you pair your Bluetooth speaker to your phone or um, a twisted pair of wires in a landline phone, twisted yarn. Um, let's see. Um, let's see. A pair of knitting needles. And that's about what we covered on PAIR, P-A-I-R. Are there any questions at this time? Mary? Mm-hmm. Hey, Doc. Uh, in your uh, pairing, like when you can't find the other one, uh, quite often instead of I can't find the other pair, you, uh, people will say, I can't find the mate to this shoe. You're or right. I can't find the mate to this glove. That's right. Exactly. That is correct. In fact, I'd probably, I'd probably say mate or something like that when, if I was talking about it. Mm -hmm. Instead of, I can't find the pair to this glove. I, I probably wouldn't say that. I mean, I know it's correct, but I probably wouldn't yeah. say it like that. Thank you, Doc. All right. Anyone else? No, no hands. Okay. All right. All right. So let us move along to P A R E. And the um, past tense of P-A-R-D is, I mean, P-A-R-E is P-A-R-E-D. The I-N-G form is P-A-R-I-N-G. And P-A-R-E-S is the, um, the um, not plural, but the, um, I guess the, what would you call that? Not sure, but P-A-R-E-S is how you, how you spell it when you um, want to say pairs in this case. And we said that pair, P-A-R-E, means to remove, trim, cut back, or make something smaller or shorter. Um, like you can pair apples. Um, you can pair the rind from the lemon. Um, you can pair off excess dough if you're making something. You can pair fat from the budget. Um, local authorities must pare down their budgets. And you can reduce as in quantity or size, trim, like 
We must pay our expenses, or some people say pare down expenses. Um, you can, let's see, I'm looking for some more, more sentences that I have. Like each summer, he pairs, P-A-R-E-S, a large number of branches from the trees in the backyard. And we talked about, uh, some of us might say prune for that, prune the, the trees. And that's about all we had for P-A-R-E. Does anyone have a question or comment about that? Did you pair a pair of pears? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> pair, P-A-R-E, a pair, P-A-I-R, of pears, P-E-A-R-S. Yep, that's a, that's a good one. All right, thank you. Anyone else? Nora. Nora. Well, if you compound word called compare, we can compare this to that. Compare, yeah, it has a totally different meaning, but you're right. Um, the pair and compare is spelled P A R E, C O M P A R E. Thank you, Nora. You're welcome. Anyone else, Monica? No, that's it. I don't see any more hands. Okay. Well, make sure the hands are lowered and we will move on to P-E-A-R. It's an edible fruit. She's very fond of pears. Or you can have a pear tree. Or it can be the wood of the pear tree used for making, uh, I mean, the wood of a, of a tree used for making furniture. Pear. And we said you can have the word pear-shaped, P-E-A-R hyphen, S-H-A-P-E-D. We talked about alligator pear, um, partridge in a pear tree. We said all that. And that was about all we said for, for that. Um, so are there any questions before we move on to some sentences? Nora. Nora? You heard, uh, I know with a P-A-I-R, some people say, I am visually impaired. Impaired, yes. The, the pair in impaired is P-A-I-R. I am P-A-R. Um, yeah. I am P-A-I-R-E-D. Yep, yes. That's right. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Nora. Welcome. Anyone else? Not right now. Okay, I just thought I would go over that a little bit since we, we had it last week, but we really didn't get around to the sentences. So I just wanted to, to touch on that again. So let's move on to some sentences. The first one is, Johnny and Sally make a cute pair. Which of those pairs is correct? Chanel. Chanel. They make a cute P-A-I-R. They sure do. Thank you, Chanel. Our next one. What color is this pair of pants? Herbie. Yes, Herbie. 
All right. So this one is going to be P-A-I-R. That is right. Yep. Thank you, Herbie. In this case, it's one object composed of two joined similar parts. And they're dependent on each other. So you have your pair of pants there. Thank you, P-A-I-R. All right. What about this one? Can I try on the pair or the mate to this shoe? Uh, area code 502 ending in 129. Oh, I think That's that Deb. is Deb. Hello, Hi, Deb. That's me. Uh, hello. Um, P-A-I-R. Yes, it is. Can I try on the pair to this shoe or the mate? All right. Now, let's see. We're going to have. All right. What about this? Linda is eating an apple and I am eating a pear. Doc. All right. You're unmuted, Doc, but we don't hear you. Hello, Doc. Maybe he's too busy eating his apple and his pear to talk. Maybe. Um, okay, I'll go to Janet. Okay, Janet. P-E-A-R. Yes, P-E-A-R, the piece of fruit. That is right. Okay. What about this? If I get a pair of aces, I can win the game. Nora. Yes, Nora. P-A-I-R. That's right. P-A-I-R, two playing cards of the same denomination. Yep. Okay, so we will go to this one. When making an apple pie, pare the skin from the apples first. Desi. Hey, Desi. Hi, um, that would be P-A-R-E. P-A-R-E, that is correct. Yep, you take all the skin off. You don't want that in your pie. Am I going too fast, Monica, for you to lower the hands? Or are you doing okay with that? I'm good. Okay, good. Just let me know. Um, what about this one? I'm going to buy a new pair of pajamas today. Herbie. Yes, Herbie. P-A-I-R. P-A-I-R. Thank you, Herbie. Yep, they're, um, they're made for use together. A pair of pajamas. Right. And so we will do this one. The pear was ripe and juicy. Pear. What P-E-A-R. P-E-A-R. 
Thank you, Chanel. We're talking about the fruit there. What about, do you have a pair of scissors I can use? Desi. Desi. I think it was P-A-I-R. I forgot the Yes. <laughs> yes, the pair of skates, like the pair of oh, shoes and right. the pair of right. socks. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. And, and, and they they have to work together. You don't you couldn't really do anything with just one blade of a scissor. Well, at least not for no. you <laughs> might be able to do something else with it. But, <laughs> but not not, not that though. Yeah. <laughs> right. Thank you. All right. Now we're doing, um, they have significantly pared down the number of people on their team. Herbie. Yes, Herbie. P-A-R-E-D. Very good. Yes, P-A-R-E-D. It means that they've reduced in quantity or size. They've kind of trimmed their team down. All right. Oh, here's one that has two of these pairs in it. What do you use to pair a pair? So one of you can take both of them or you can just answer for one. What do you use to pair a pair? Okay, I'll go to Nora. P-A-R-E first, and then mm -hmm. P-E-A-R. That's correct. Very good. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome. Right. And let's see. Do a couple more here. She was trying to pair me off with her brother. Oh boy. Uh, I'll go to Chanel. Okay, Chanel. It's P A I R. Yes, P A I R. I'm trying to unite those two people. All right. Thank you, Chanel. What about this one? A small pair of black eyes peered at me. No one yet. Does he? Pair of eyes. Yes, that would be P-A-I-R. That's correct. Thank you, Desi. Welcome. Okay. Um, let's see. We got that one. Okay. Oh, here's one. Oh, I love... I love children's fairy tales, so just kind of indulge me here. There's a one of these pairs in this little little section from the tale of Benjamin Bunny by Beatrix Potter. She's the one that wrote the tale of Peter Rabbit. 
Little Benjamin said, it spoils people's clothes to squeeze under a gate. The proper way to get in is to climb down a pear tree. What pear would that be? Janet. Janet? P-E-A-R. That's right. P-E-A-R, the fruit. That's what we're talking about there. All right. Let's see. Let's, this, is, um, this is similar to what Doc said a few minutes ago. Let's see how, how you'll do with this. You can either take one or do all three of them in here. Before I eat them, I will pair this pair of pears. Marsha. Yes, Marsha. Am I unmuted? You yes, are. you are. Okay, would, would you read that again to me? Before I, uh -huh. Before I eat them, I will pair this pair of pears. It would be, I will pair, P-A-R-E, this. Correct. Pair, P-A-I-R, of mm -hmm. pears, yep. P-E-A-R-S. And I was going to say, and I mean, I've been thinking about it the whole time. If you will pair those, uh, if you will pair those two pears in the bowl, along with an apple, I'll put them in the fruit salad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good Did one. Did I get all three in there? If you Let's will see, pair those two pears this up. Pair. If you will pair. pair this pair of pears, is that what you said? Uh, if you will pair, P-A-R-E, two mm -hmm. pears Okay. Pear, pears, two pairs of pears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and an apple in the bowl, I'll add them to the fruit salad. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. If you will pair, uh, P A R E. Um, oh, I two, can't remember it. Two, two pairs, P A I R S, pairs of pears, P E A R S. P E A R S. Yes. And an apple in the bowl, I'll bowl. add it to the fruit salad. I'll add it to the fruit salad. Very good. Very creative. That's wonderful. Thank you very much, Marsha. We appreciate that. Okay, we will stop with these for the time being. And you may see some of these kinds of sentences in our homophone B next week. And I'll talk about that a little closer to the end of the, the hour. Um, let's see. Now we want to go back to what we were doing two weeks ago. We want to go to T-E-A-R, tear, and T-A-R-E, tear. Now, this T-E-A-R, we did before when we had tear and tear. T-E-A-R was one of those as well. But today, we're just concentrating on the ones that are pronounced tear. T-E-A-R and T-A-R-E. All right, I'll go over tear, T-E-A-R first. Um, so I, I've done this, but I'll go, it's been two weeks ago. And we didn't have any sentences. So you can make a hole or a split in something. I saw her tear a hole in her new dress. Or I saw him tear the pipe from the wall, T-E-A-R. 
you can cause something to be pulled apart unintentionally, be careful not to tear your pants on the barbed wire. T-E-A-R, your pants. Um, It can also mean to lacerate the skin. You can hit yourself on something or rub up against something and have kind of an irregular um, little gash in your skin, hopefully little, and that would also be a tear, T-E-A-R. You can use tear, T-E-A-R, to mean to rush headlong. Did you see him tear off down the road? T-E-A-R. Um, tear can mean to distress greatly. The family's plight tears at my heart. T-E-A-R-S. It causes me great distress to think about them and know what kind of shape they're in. It can mean to snatch violently. Don't tear that book from my hands. T-E-A-R. We can use a two-word little phrase called tear into, which can mean attack viciously. Look at the dog tearing into that piece of meat. Or we have um, tear away. That's another one. I couldn't tear myself away from the movie. Okay. So let's see. Yeah, you're, you're actually re, um, to tear yourself away. You're, you're moving away reluctantly. I couldn't tear myself away from the movie. You can also have tear down, which can have several meanings. It can mean demolish. The crew will tear down those old tenements, T-E-A-R. Tear down can also mean take apart or disassemble, like tear down an engine, T-E-A-R. Another little phrase is tear up which can have a few meanings, like you can tear something to pieces. I'm going to tear this piece of paper to shreds and throw them in the fireplace. I'm going to tear up that piece of paper. Or tear up can also mean make an opening in. It was necessary to tear up the sidewalk to add a drain. T-E-A-R, tear up. Make an opening in. And someone can go on a tear, T-E-A-R. That has two meanings. In a state of intense, sustained activity. After the Olympics, he went on a tear, winning 12 of his next 13 marathons, T-E-A-R. On a tear. Another meaning of on a tear, an occasion of excessive eating or drinking, They went on a tear that lasted three days, T-E-A-R. Okay, um, let's see. We talked about a rip. The shirt has a small tear. There's the phrase wear and tear. You've put a lot of wear and tear on the tires that are on your car. Tear to pieces, tear to bits. We've had that. Um, Tear one's hair. To be in despair with impatience and frustration. Their inefficiency makes me tear my hair. I always say tear my hair out. 
T-E-A-R. Okay, that's what I have for T-E-A-R. So does anyone have a question or a comment about that? No hands, Mary. No hands. Okay. All right. Well, let's move on to T-A-R-E and see it's got, you know, I, I have, I didn't even know this word existed before one of you suggested that we do this in the homophones class, T-A-R-E. So I've never used it. I had no idea what it meant. So I started looking, it's got quite a few meanings for it. All right. Um, it can mean, it can be a noun. Um, it can mean any of several vetches. They, those are plants or weeds, um, tr like troublesome weedy plants. A lot of times they grow in the grain fields, like, and they're called, uh, these weeds are called tares. Just to give you an example, T-A-R-E-S, um, if you look in the Bible, in the um, King James Version or the New King James Version, and look for chap Matthew 13, um, 24 to 30, verses 24 to 30 in chapter 13 of Matthew, you will find the parable of the wheat and the tares. And I'll just read a little bit of that so that you can hear how it's used. T-A-R-E-S. Another parable he put forth to them, saying, this is Jesus talking, the kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the grain had sprouted and produced a crop, then the tares, T-A-R-E-S, also appeared, the weeds. So I just wanted to read you a little bit of that so that you could, you could see how that particular meaning is used. Um, we, we read a different Bible in our church. We read the New American Bible, and they call that um, the parable of the wheat and the weeds. So that's, that's how I've always known it. So now I know that um, tares is another name for weeds. All right. Let's see. Um, some sources say that a tare, T-A-R-E, is a legume plant, but it's only used to refer to legume plants that have blooming flowers on them. Um, let's see. A tare. This is interesting. The tare is the weight of a container or wrapper that is deducted from the gross weight to obtain the net weight. I'll say that again. The weight of a container or wrapper that is deducted from the gross weight to obtain the net weight. For example, the record shows two barrels of gunpowder weighing besides the tear 500 pounds. So you have these two barrels of gunpowder, and first you calculate the tear, which would be the barrels, and then you um, 
you weigh the gunpowder, but you have to subtract that tear. The gunpowder and the barrels together would be the gross weight. And when you subtract the tear, you would obtain the net weight of the gunpowder. Does anybody have any questions about that? Just wondered. Um, I know that was kind of a complicated explanation, but but that's what it is. It's um, the tear is the containers that are holding these items. Never heard of that. Um, you can also think about it um, as the weight of a vehicle without its cargo, passengers, etc. Um, here's another one. This one has to do with chemistry. It says a counterbalance, especially an empty vessel used to counterbalance the weight of a similar container. I'll say that again. A counterbalance, especially an empty vessel used to counterbalance the weight of a similar container. All right. Diane has her hand up. Oh, hello, Diane. Are you okay. muted, Diane? Uh, oh, there you are. Yeah. It, I, I've been on my phone today, and it takes me forever to find my mute button. Anyway. That's all right. Um, um, I think when my husband, like, measures things with our kitchen scale... Mm -hmm. that he will measure um, he will measure the wait a second Joe I, I want I want to ask him this okay Joe what can I ask you something okay no. when you measure your pasta I mean when you like weigh pasta do you not weigh like just the container or just, yeah, just the container that you put the pasta in first and then put the pasta, you know, see what that weight is, put it back to zero, put the pasta in and weigh it? Yes. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Not the container. Yeah. Yeah. So the container would be your tear in that case, T-A-R-E. Yeah. Good example, yeah. Diane. Oh, That's thank excellent. you. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Joe. Um, <laughs> our um, past tense of tear is T-A-R-E-D. Um, by the way, the past tense of our other tear, T-E-A-R, is T-O-R-E. In, in the T-A-R-E, back to that, um, the I-N-G form is T-A-R-I-N-G. So you're just weighing a package in order to calculate the amount of tear. All right. That's what I have about tear. So as you can see, it's got a number of uses. I don't completely understand everything about it, but, um, oh, and then I also found, yeah, this is, this is what I found too. I never could get the Anything about this in the dictionary, though, um, but apparently tare, T-A-R-E, is some kind of sauce used for dipping, 
um, maybe in Japanese foods or maybe some other foods, some of you that are more adventurous than I am and, and go beyond the hamburgers and potatoes and things, y'all might have, have heard of some kind of tear, T-A-R-E, dipping sauce. Um, I did find a few sentences with it. It says, shoyu, I might not be pronouncing it right, S-H-O-Y-U, is a traditional ingredient in Japanese dipping sauce like tear, T-A-R-E. So that I found, I found a couple of sentences with that sort of thing. Um, let's see, another one was yakitori is often served with a side of tear sauce for dipping, T-A-R-E. So that's similar. And then I found one unagi, U-N-A-G-I, is often served with a sweet and savory sauce called tear. T-A-R-E. So that's the other thing I found. So I wanted to let you know about that as well. But I never could never could find a dictionary in all these dictionaries in my free dictionary app. I never could find a, a definition that talked about any kind of tear, tear sauce or anything like that. All right. Well, let's check one more time to see if we have any questions about that. And if not, we'll go on to some sentences. There are no hands, Mary. No hands. All right. Thank you, Monica. You're doing a great job for us. Okay. Let's see about these sentences here. Tear the container to determine the accurate weight of the liquid. Nora. Nora? T-E-A, uh, no, T-A-R-E. That's right, Nora. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to account for the weight of the container so that you can determine the accurate weight of the liquid. I was just curious, um, Nora, have you ever heard of that word T-A-R-E before now? Uh, yeah, I've heard of it. Can, You've heard of it? Oh, yeah, a long time ago. Okay. I heard it from the Bible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you read that in the Bible about the um, the wheat and the tares? Yep. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, good for you. All right. Thank you. All right. What about this one? It was hard to tear the little boy away from the birthday party. Deb. Yes. Did you say yeah. Deb? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, T-E-A-R. Yes. Hard to tear the little boy away from the birthday party. Thanks. That means it was hard to remove him, hard to get him to leave. He did not want to be torn away. He was having a good time. What about this? Yes, Deb. The question is, what would you use if somebody was on a tear? They went on a tear cleaning their house. That would be T-E-A-R. T-E-A-R. Okay. Let me let me bring up that, that definition again. Let's see. Let me get that back. On a tear. Yeah, in a they're in a state of intense 
sustained activity. So that's what they would be doing. They, they just kept going and going and going. They went on a tear when they were cleaning their house. Thanks for the question. Welcome. Right? Let's see. Let me get back. Okay, here we go. All right, the next one. Civil War tears a country apart. Diane. Yes, Diane. Tears, there would be T-E-A-R-S. Yes, it divides a country. And we, we saw that for sure in our Civil War because the North was divided against the South, tore the country apart. Okay, I accidentally stepped on a tear when I was walking through the forest. But thankfully, the plow flowering plant didn't have any thorns on it. So the main thing is I accidentally stepped on a tear in the forest. Kirby. Kirby. T-E-A-R. No, that's going to be T-A-R-E. That's oh. going to be one of those one of those weedy or flowery plants. So that's going to be T-A-R-E. But that's all right. Thank you for, for giving it a shot. We appreciate okay, that. Like a tear in the floor. Okay, yeah, let's look at one of them. Let's keep All right. I'm sorry. I didn't understand that. Because tear could have been interpreted both ways. Like there could have been a tear and like, you know, the branches or whatever. So. Oh, oh, I, I didn't think of that. All right. Yeah, it could. Okay. Um, what about having to make a decision like that can tear you in two? And now. T-E-A-R. And yes. like you, the only time I ever heard of tear was in the Bible. And I knew it was, you know, and sometimes even if you play anagrams in some games, depending on the game, T-A-R-E <laughs> is not accepted. So, um, oh, it's, <laughs> yeah, wow. I know it's kind of interesting. Well, but that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I play a game where some of the words that I put in, and I know they are words, but it seems like that's not the word the game's looking for. You know, and it's just a thing where you where you do these games. It's ears word cookie, and it it seems like it would accept it. But yeah, it that's a good game. But no, it doesn't accept. Yeah, I it. like that game. I <laughs> yeah. play it. I play it to entertain myself <laughs> while I'm doing something boring. There you I like go. It. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's right. Um, all right. So in that case, it tears you in two. It distresses you greatly. All right, the tear weights where Sorry. known are given in brackets. The tear weights where known are given in brackets. And Mary, before I take this next hand, it is 10 minutes till the top of the hour. Thank you, Monica. 
Appreciate that. You're welcome. And we'll go to Marcy. Marcy. Hello. So what is our tear weight here? Our tear weight is T-A-R-E. That's right. Thank you, Marcy. The tear weights we're known are given in brackets. That's the weight of the container or wrapper of whatever they are um, measuring. All right. So the next one. The farmer used a tear to measure the moisture content of the soil. Uh, Marcy. Marcy? I'm sorry, Zoom lowered my hand and I didn't mean to raise it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> all right. All right. We can okay. take another one. That's uh, all right. Diane. Diane, the farmer used a tear to measure the moisture content of the soil. P-A-R-E? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, he had to, um, he wanted to know the moisture content. So he had to use some kind of measurement to, um, I guess, factor out the other things that were, that were in there. It seems that from some of the sentences I've read that, you know, and I'm just, I'm just kind of hypothesizing, but it seems from some things I've read that they're actually um, devices that have a tear function that help you to um, figure out the tear of things. So that, that's kind of the idea I got. All right. I've never seen wind tear the roof off of a building. Deb. Deb? It would be T-E-A-R. Yes, T-E-A-R. Tear the roof off. Separate the roof from the rest of the building. You are making a hole, a tear there. T-E-A-R. I watched her tear off on her motorcycle. Herbie. Herbie? Well, first of all, that's impressive that you watched her do it, but um, it's T-E-A-R. <laughs> T-E-A-R. That is correct. Very good, Herbie. I can just imagine you doing that on a motorcycle if you could see. <laughs> I probably would, yes. I bet you would. It just seems like it. I've been using it to get around traffic jams in Houston, you know, all the time. You know, I just weave through cars. Yes. <laughs> all right. An American car with a capacity of 100,000 pounds may weigh only 40,000 pounds, and thus the ratio of its capacity to its tear weighs. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me start over. An American car with a capacity of 100,000 pounds may weigh only 40,000 pounds, and thus the ratio of its capacity to its tear weight in pounds is only about five to two. What tear is that? 
I had to read that a whole bunch of times. I'm still not sure I completely understand it, but but it's obvious which of the tears it's using. Desi. Desi. That, that would be T-A-R-E. Yes, T-A-R-E. That is correct. All right. Thank you, Desi. Okay, I'm going to stop here. And again, you may see some tear and tear sentences in the um, homophone B next week. And hang on for just a second. I'm marking my place. I've got to think about it when I'm doing that. Okay, so I've saved my spot. Okay, so next week, I sure hope that anyone who possibly can can be here for our homophone B. I've composed some sentences for it, and also um, Marcy and Janet and Chanel have composed some great sentences for me, and I really appreciate that help. And we're going to have a homophone B where I will be reading sentences, and I will call on each person who would like to play. You know, you can listen, but you can also play, and we hope that we hope that many of you will. I'll call on the person and they'll have to give me the correct homophone out of the two that I have. Like, you know, we went to the store. Is that T-O, T-O-O, or T-W-O? And of course it would be T-O. So that's how that works. And we will do our homophone B over three different calls, not necessarily all in order, but we will do it. And the one person who has the greatest cumulative score at the end of those three homophone B calls will win a prize, like maybe a Walmart gift card or a Starbucks gift card or something on that order. So I want to really encourage you to come. Um, I had a really fun time when we did it last time, and I, I think that some other people did too. So I'm looking forward to that. And before um, I let Monica close the room. Are there any questions about that or anything else? We just have about a, two minutes left. Deb has her hand up. Okay, Deb. I just wanted to let you know I won't make it next week. Okay. I have a dentist appointment. I'll be getting a crown on my tooth. Oh, I've gotten one yeah. of those before. Did, you had a root canal? A long time ago to, on that tooth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had a I had a root canal on one, and then I had to have a crown. I didn't find it bad though. I didn't find the procedure bad. But oh, oh I'm yeah. sorry. Sorry, you won't be here. We'd like to have you. But it um, was but I happened last week. But the, I oh. got to the dentist's office, and he was going home because he was having severe pain from kidney stones. Oh he gosh! Said, you leave and come back in a couple of weeks, and he's scheduled. Oh, oh! I feel for both of y'all. I've had I've had a kidney stone before, and it's horrible. But when you're ready to get something done, you're ready to get it done. I can and Mary, understand. If you get in touch with, if we can get in touch with each other, I have that list of homophones for you. Oh, that um, long one. Uh, yeah, I I sat and copied it. Oh, wonderful! Oh, that's so nice, Deb. Well, um, I can either I can either write to the do, does the community have your contact information? They should. Yeah, um, they do. Okay. They do. All right. Well, um, 
I'll, I'll call um, and say that I'd like to get in touch with Deb Lewis from Kentucky. And I don't want to confuse them with Deb Cook Lewis, but um, yeah, I'll do that. I'd love to have that. Thank you for taking the time to do that. And with that, um, I will let Monica go ahead and close the room. I really appreciate you, Darcy, and you, Monica, for helping us out. We always need you to to give us some assistance. You're welcome. Um, Chanel has her hand up. Oh, I just put it down. It's okay. okay. I'm good. I just wanted to acknowledge (laughs) <laughs> okay. All right. Well, email me if, if you have something you'd like to ask or appreciate that. All right. Well, Miss Monica, good to have you. And we will hopefully see you another time soon. And you too, Darcy. Yes. 